Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Check it out if you want the ultimate in commercial real estate broker training. Learn more at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Well, we have a great show for you today. One of the things that really impacts commercial real estate, really performance and and obviously uh, values in transactions are the availability of financing for the tenants, uh, for the acquisitions, for the refinance. And of course, there's a lot of questions uh, leading into 2023 here where we are uh, as to what's what's going on there with banks and, and other lenders. Well, please welcome my guest. It's Jamie Woodwell. Jamie is head of commercial real estate research with the Mortgage Bankers Association, and they have just come out with their 2023 commercial real estate finance outlook survey. Jamie, thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. And uh, I think the first question that might be on the minds of our listeners and viewers are, how do rate expectations uh, really is, you know, when you do the survey and, and you look from from your position there, you know, do you really expect rates to continue to to rise a, a little bit? Here we are at the end of, of January uh, 2023. Uh, and then did you expect them potentially to to come down a little bit uh, afterwards? What what's what's what are expectations there? Yeah, I mean, rate, rates are, are maybe the $4 trillion question right now when it comes to commercial real estate debt markets. Uh, and we just this morning had some information come out on CPI, on um, the inflation front, which of course is a key driver for the Federal Reserve and what they're thinking in terms of uh, of their path forward on rates. And I think when you think about rates, you need to really divide the short end of the curve from the long end of the curve. And the short end of the curve is absolutely being driven by the Fed and where folks expect the Fed to be going with rates. Uh, and they've been signaling that they're going to continue to put the brakes on the economy um, to try and get inflation under control by raising the Fed funds rate um, and then holding it up probably longer than the market expects them to. So a little bit of a tug of war there on the short end of the curve between what the Fed is signaling and what the market is really expecting. We can talk more about what inflation is doing and what how that may play into the Fed's hands. But on the long end of the curve, I think you've got a different story, which is that um, if you think about where the 10-year treasury is and how that affects mortgage rates, you know it's looking not just over the next year or two and what the Fed might be doing, but really over the next decade and where, um, where rates are expected to go there. So that's why you've got this situation now where the yield curve is inverted. You've got 10-year um, treasury has actually been coming down a bit over the last half year or so. Uh, so expectations that we have at the Mortgage Bankers Association are that that 10-year long long end of the curve is going to continue to tick downward, that, um, that as we start to see inflation getting more under control, as the Fed um, sort of works through what they're doing, that the upward pressure we've seen on, the, on those long-term rates will be trending down. So that, that should be a positive. Again, short end of the curve, a little bit more volatile um, because it does depend on the Fed's sort of actions month to month that we're going to be seeing uh, over the start of this year. 
Yeah. And, you know, and we've all been kind of intoxicated over the last several years with these really low rates. But when you when you look at the rates where we are now and you look at kind of historic rates, are are we really too too high or are we more kind of market average? Yeah. I mean, if, if you look over a long term, um, rates are low historically uh, compared to certainly if you're going back to the 70s, 80s. If you look over the last decade, the long long end of the curve is a bit high. So um, if you look at loans that are in existence versus where rates are now, most of those loans will have been made at a lower interest rate than what's out there today. So that that's one cause of some concern for existing loans and what, what they'll face when they come to refinance. On the flip side, we've seen incredible um, growth in property values uh, over the last four or five years, we've seen growth in income. So that all can balance out some of that that increase in, in the rates that we're, we're seeing uh, over the last six, eight months. That's a good point, you know, and, and it makes sense when you look at the stability of commercial real estate and multifamily real estate. Um, you know, there has been a lot of uh, equity buildup and I lead a team that sells office buildings and we're selling some buildings that, you know, cap rates that um, you know, sellers would have thought was, was way too high uh, a year ago. We we're selling some at you know, eight and nine cap rates, um, but the sellers are making money and they're doing well, to your point. You know, they've had strong appreciation and they're realizing they've been in business a long time that, you know what, these rates aren't going to drop down to, to, to 0% again, to 3% or whatever. Uh, again, uh, for, for their lifetime, they, they think. So it's interesting. Now, I think most of our listeners will be familiar with the Mortgage Bankers Association, but they're the largest uh, lender association in, in the country, and they've been around since 1913. And then, you know, you have the, um, you know, the, the largest lenders that are the most active, and you've done this survey. Tell us about when you, when you did the survey and how it's done. Yeah, sure. So every year at the end of the year, sort of looking ahead, we do a survey of the leaders of the top uh, commercial and multifamily mortgage origination firms just to get their their sense of where the markets are and their outlook for the coming year. So we we asked them questions sort of between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then we released it right at the beginning of this year, uh, sort of looking out at what are the key themes and trends for uh, for 2023. And you know, just to set the stage, um, one of the questions we asked was whether uh, the respondents, the, the leaders of these firms, whether they viewed today's market as um, sort of settled or unsettled. And every single respondent said that when they look at uh, today's commercial real estate finance markets, uh, it's either unsettled, very unsettled or, or somewhat unsettled. So uh, when you look at where they're starting those views from, uh, it's really a, a place where the market is trying to figure out what's next. Right. And what were volume expectations for balloons uh, by the respondents? Yeah. So pretty much everyone expects volumes uh, in 2023 to be down this coming year. Uh, I don't think for any individual capital source, a majority of respondents expected to see an increase in 2023 over 2022 volumes. Our own forecast, we're expecting sort of 7 to 10 percent uh, drop in originations activity in 2023. Uh, what, what you see in the survey, too, is that the the 
the leaders of these firms do expect the market to um, to firm up over the course of the year. So if you look at Q1, vast majority still expect the market to be unsettled. But by the time you get to the fourth quarter, um, a majority of, of folks think that we will be in a far more settled market. And by 2024, really everyone expects a, the market to be back on track. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. And uh, do we have more demand for loans um, then we have lenders or where are we there? Yeah, so that that's a place where uh, oftentimes we see that we will see that there's a, a stronger demand for, for deals than there are uh, lenders available here. We're seeing a fall off on that. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to be keeping an eye on is is oftentimes you, you see transaction activity and mortgage originations really tracking very closely. The, the same things that drive people to sell a property or buy a property also sell also drive people to refinance or finance their property. Um, we're thinking that that may not be the case the end of 2022 and into 2023, that that transaction activity has really fallen off dramatically. Um, we think that uh, that originations will fall off dramatically as well, but perhaps not quite as much because there is some um, some debt available. We we can talk more about where it is, um, but to the degree that that um, that projects do pencil out, uh, there will be a lender out there looking to make that loan. Yeah, I think it's interesting, Tom. I think these may be some of the safest loans that the lenders will do uh, in the last decade. When you look at, you know, if a property is stable enough to to put the proper loan on it now, um, you don't have to worry about, you know, the, the higher rates at, at uh, maturity and uh, you probably, and some really good loans, I think. And I know there are a lot of lenders that, that are active, right? Yeah, that, that's right. I think lenders have money they want to put out and they're they're working through what are the deals that can support a loan. And so that's looking at the interest rates and where they are, looking at cap rates, looking at some of the uncertainty in the economy and where that might be going and how that might affect uh, different properties or property types. So um, if, a, if a deal does pencil out and if it, if it can support that loan, I think there are, just as you said, a, a good number of lenders out there who are ready, willing and able to make that loan. Yeah, and we look at and we look at banks as, as a lending source. Uh, you know, they're pretty good financial shape, right? And are the are, are the regulatory uh, agencies, uh, Fed, whomever? Uh, what are they saying to these big banks about commercial real estate loans? Yeah, I think I think you're seeing the banks have have had a strong appetite for commercial and multifamily mortgages. Actually, our mortgage debt outstanding analysis that we do each quarter, it's available up on our website. Uh, when you look at the third quarter of 2022, you saw banks sort of take on net more more commercial and multifamily mortgage debt than any capital source has in any quarter since the series began. So um, we're seeing strong appetite there still from the banks. Um, regulators always look closely at commercial real estate, um, particularly at banks that have concentrations of commercial real estate. And so that's that's not stopped. Um, they've got a special eye on office loans and, and sort of what might be happening in the office market. So the examiners will be bringing that in along with their overall view of, uh, of sort of bank capital levels. And again, if there are any concentrations, banks that have concentrations in commercial real estate, which includes construction activity as well as, as permanent loans. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. We, we closed three uh, loans on office properties in December. We have two loans closing now on office properties. So uh, there are still uh, lenders out there doing deals. W- what types of lenders do you think will be most active in 2023? Uh, you know, I, th- I think 2023 is going to be a story of two halves is our hunch. Um, that the first half is likely to remain a little bit muted, particularly as um, as folks work through that uncertainty still. Um, but then the second half, we are expecting to see a little bit more uh, more firm of a market and and to see activity pick up. Uh, you know, really, there there's the whole range of capital sources out there, right? The the banks continue to be the largest source of commercial and multifamily mortgage debt. Um, uh, really across property types. Uh, the GSEs, very active in the multifamily side. Uh, they're expected to continue to do that this year. Uh, if you look at life companies, they are steady um, in, in terms of their activity. Uh, again, they're always assessing both how a commercial mortgage compares against other places they could put their money and also looking at the market and where they feel comfortable putting that. Uh, on the CMBS side, uh, you've seen a very active single asset, single borrower part of the market. The conduit side that tends to do smaller, sort of more traditional uh, commercial mortgages has been a, a bit quieter, um, certainly the end of this year and, and coming into this year. Uh, so really a, a whole range of different capital sources that um, that are out there and each has its own sweet spot uh, and each will probably be working into 2023 again with with an appetite to put money to work and just figuring out which are the which are the properties that can support it yeah we're talking with jamie woodwell with the mortgage bankers association and and jamie with your experience in this in this world and researching it all the time and and you just uh, the survey just recently came out was there anything in there that kind of piqued your interest or or surprised you or, or kind of jumped out yeah, it's, it's it's a neat survey, and so if folks are interested, they can go up to our website and um, and check out uh, the release of it. Um, you know, it's it's a mixed world right now. I think the the two big takeaways for me are one that we are in this this period right now that's really unsettled, but again, expectations are that that's going to start to work its way through. And then when you look at the topics and what are the things that are are leading to some of that that consternation or or, um or or slowdown in the market uh you know really you can put them in three buckets i think there's there are questions about the space markets and supply and demand for space uh and each property type has sort of a different story there uh there are the equity markets and sort of questions about valuations and how to value a property where are cap rates today that sort of a thing and then there's the debt markets and, and with the rise in rates from uh, where they were at the beginning of 2022 to where they are today, you know, basically doubling in just that base 10-year treasury rate. So you've got changes going on in all of those, the space markets, the equity markets, and the debt markets. And to, to sort of work through where we are, you have to process the changes that we're seeing in all three of those. And so the survey really highlighted that each one of those markets, there's some questions about it and some uncertainty that lenders and, and originators are working through. 
Right. And, and investors nor lenders uh, like uh, uncertainty, but certainly opens up opportunities for uh, some lenders to get into some, some good loans and good borrows that maybe they wouldn't have had a shot at before. What advice would you give lenders uh, who are listening uh, as uh, they go into 2023? Yeah, I mean, I think I think lenders, um, one of the beauties of the market is that we've got a, a really strong set of lenders out there who have had experience through a variety of different uh, environments. And so they're bringing that experience to bear. Uh, there, there are questions about the existing books of business that are out there and sort of loans that are maturing, what's going to happen with those. Um, and then also there are questions about adjustable rate loans and sort of as they come up for adjustment with, uh, with higher rates, how do their debt service coverage or, or other, um, uh, other elements sort of work in this new environment? So lenders are working through that. Um, and just as you said, looking looking for the opportunities. So, um, you know, to the degree there, there's been a lot of equity that's been built up over the last five, 10 years. Um, that's going to help those properties come up to a refinance and, again, maybe not get quite the proceeds that they would have gotten back a year ago, um, but hopefully still be in a place to pencil out, put the new loan in place and, and sort of move along. Okay. And let's reverse it. Let's think about the, the borrowers out there who uh, may, maybe they have a maturity coming up or they're just looking for some financing. What tips would uh, you provide them? Yeah. So there, there was a great book I read um, back a number of years ago. And of course, I'm going to forget the title right now. But uh, the, the key takeaway was be here now. That sort of uh, you, you need to accept the current environment Think about uh, sort of how things fit now as opposed to what life might have been like a year ago or where you thought it, things would be going. And so I think for borrowers, if you look at your current situation, if you look at where the markets are today, um, again, there, there's a lot of equity that's been accrued. Um, there's been a lot of increase in, um, in property NOIs and sort of working through today's market and looking for those opportunities um, given, given what's changed and what hasn't. That's an excellent tip. Yeah, I, I uh, like to tell folks, look, you want to make decisions looking through the windshield, uh, not the rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Look at where we are. There's a lot of opportunities and, uh, uh, you know, we, we can't look back and, and uh, cry on our beer about not getting 3% interest rate loans, right? <laughs> They're, they're gone, everybody. There's a new day. Cap rates have adjusted. Um, and I think uh, we're seeing some pricing discovery. I was speaking at a appraisal uh, convention uh, recently. And, and, of course, one of their questions to me is, Michael, you know, where are we on cap rates and pricing discovery? And, uh, you know, how do we get some recent comps? So I think we're starting to see that. So hopefully things will kind of smooth out here. Uh, Jamie, thanks for joining us. And thanks for sharing the information. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. If you like more information from uh, Jamie and the Mortgage Bankers Association, their website is mba.org. Thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to go to our website, it's CREshow.com. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Appreciate the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm 
doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.